0: Welcome to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And as always, we thank you for tuning in and joining us this morning. We know how valuable your time is, so we truly appreciate it. If you have any questions about today's program or a program from the past, or maybe a subject you'd like to hear us talk about in the future, please contact me at Saturday Morning Dan Brown at yahoo.com also if you would like a free bible i have a a, a nice modern edition bible that i would send you for free uh so just email me again at saturday morning dan brown at yahoo.com your name and your address no other information and i will send you complimentary no charge a free bible and my only request would be i pray that you'll wear out the pages, seeking that intimate relationship with our God and Savior. Again, thank you for joining Saturday morning here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Today's program is entitled Arguments or Obedience. We struggle with that, don't we? Sometimes we formulate these uh, uh, arguments in our minds as we are trying to be obedient to what God has called us to do. The issue becomes, and really when you think about it, simplicity is the secret to seeing things clearly. Simplicity, very important to understand that. The gospel that God has given us, the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ and what he has accomplished and done on behalf of humanity and honoring his father's will is very simple in everything uh, that he's done. And and the purposes are very simple, but we get lost and add so much additional in the beginning and the end of these things um, that we push people away so often. The simplicity of it is, is that very simple, short, probably the shortest uh, uh, Bible verse is, um, no, I guess it's Jesus wept, but uh, that God is love. It, that's one of the one of the shortest sentences in the Bible. That God is love, and clearly everything that God has done for humanity uh, is out of love, and everything that God sent His Son to do on behalf of humanity was out of love. For God so loved the world. You know, we repeat that uh, scripture in John 3.16 so often, but we need to say it very slowly and listen to the simplicity of what it said. God for God so loved the world. He loved the world so much. He loved humanity, his creation so much that he sent his only son, the one and only son, To die on behalf uh, and accomplish what we could not do, even though we were given the law, even though we were given instruction of how to be and what to do and what to follow, we still did not make the grade. It was all laid out for us, but our choices were continually drawn to choices of the flesh, choices of power, choices of lust. Choices of greed uh, consumed mankind, although being created in God's image to have the ability of making a choice, which is very uh again, this is simple to to share and understand this the simplicity of it. So the simplicity uh, is the secret to seeing things clearly. And that's what we always want to do when it comes to our faith. Because a believer doesn't think clearly until a long time passes. Because when you first begin to accept the gospel and you set the sacrifice of Jesus, um, you know, it, it takes some time to get rid of that thinking that we were in for so long. And I will tell you, a saint ought to, a, a person of faith should see clearly without any difficulty. But you cannot think through spiritual confusion to make things clear. It doesn't work that way. That's not something that we can separate and think, uh, think through. Now, you must obey. That, that's the, that's the deal. When God lays it on your heart to accomplish those things, you need to follow through in full submission and full obedience. Now, in intellectual matters, you can think things out, but in spiritual matters, you'll only think yourself further into wandering thoughts and more confusion because you're trying to delve in with your finite mind into the infinite mind and thoughts of the creator of all of the universe. So I would tell you this. If there's something in your life upon which God has put his pressure, then obey him in the matter. Obey him. Bring all of your arguments And every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ is what the scriptures directs us to do. And when we do that in regards to those matters, everything will become clear as daylight to us. And if you want to read a little more and delve into that scripture a little more, which is very important about uh, bringing every argument and every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ, go to the New Testament, the 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5. Read and pray that the Holy Spirit opens your heart and your mental capacity to be able to understand what God wants to share with you. Your reasoning capacity will come later. Think about that. But it's not reasoning uh, is not how we see it. And so often we try to apply our own human reasoning to God's reasoning. And the two do not go together in that way. And the reason is, it's very clear to us, like in Matthew eleven twenty five, we see like children. Think about that. You and I, We see like very, very young children. And when we try to be wise, in other words, when we try to be wise ourselves and circumvent the wisdom that God wants to share us through the empowering of the Holy Spirit, we end up actually seeing nothing. And so we miss it. And you don't want to do that. So remember this. This is so crucial that simplicity is the secret to seeing things clearly. And God explains to us through the scriptures and lays it on our heart in ways for us to understand. All throughout the scriptures, there is a foreshadowing and of examples using things that we have a familiarity with so that we have our, our limited understanding can grasp at least the theory of what God is sending us to do, telling us to do and what he wants us to understand. But if we try to place our wisdom when we try to be wise, again, with our finite thinking, uh, we want to grasp the infinite wisdom of the creator. We can see nothing and it becomes a ball of confusion. And so I'll tell you this, even the very simplest thing that we allow in our lives that is not under the control of the Holy Spirit is completely sufficient to account for spiritual confusion. Who, Dan, that's a mouthful. It is. But you have to remember spending all of our time thinking about it will never make it clear. Does that clear that up for you? Just because we're pouring more of our own thoughts into trying to understand something, we need the Holy Spirit. For clarity, we need the Holy Spirit. And so even when we allow the, uh, in our lives, anything that's not under the Holy Spirit, it's completely sufficient to account how we can wind up with spiritual confusion. Let me just say it simply like that. And spending all of our time thinking about it will never clear it up. It just will not. So spiritual confusion can only be conquered Through obedience. There's that ongoing thread, that wonderful subject that is through throughout the entire scriptures. What did Jesus constantly say he was doing? He was obeying his father. He was obeying his father in the words that the father gave him to share. Constantly, Jesus referred back to the father in obedience, so much so that the scriptures declare that even though he was a son, he learned obedience to the things that he suffered. Oh, that is heavy upon my heart and my soul. Um, but there is an understanding to that. And through the Holy Spirit, you can understand what God is saying when he's describing that his son learned obedience through the things, things that he suffered. And obviously, Jesus was obedient even unto death. And I will tell you, sometimes or all the time, this is humiliating because when we're confused, we know that the reason lies in the state of our mind. Listen, if you're going to be honest with yourself, you have to admit when it is yourself that has created that confusion. When it is you not stepping out in full faith and not stepping out in full surrender, and submitting completely to God's will. That's our responsibility. That part God gives us to do. He doesn't give us the ability to grab from him, but he gives us the ability to submit to him, and then we receive, I guess you could say, an anointing. An anointing isn't something that you take, And anointing is something that you're given. So think about that in the very most deeply and spiritual sense that you can. Pray that God puts that clarity into your heart and your mind. And you're listening to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We'll be right back after this. Stay tuned.
1: When you need to know, it's WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and the WPG Talk Radio app.
0: And welcome back to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Again, thank you for joining us this morning. We truly appreciate you taking the time and tuning into our program. And before I get right back into our wonderful subject and program of today, uh, which will be entitled Arguments or obedience, which is something that we clearly, uh, as human beings, uh, we we struggle with constantly in our walk of faith, and it's something to to focus on. And so much, and so often, we get lost. In making things very, very complicated or we've been to someone and heard someone speaking where the gospel appears to be something so very complicated it feels almost unattainable. When the reality is that it is God has made this way very simple for us because on our side of the equation, it is submitting and surrendering our will. First and foremost to all things, when you accept the sacrifice that Jesus has done, his shed blood on the cross uh, to bring you into salvation, it is simple. Now, throughout the process, as we begin it and we we do accept it, there are choices that we make. It is a free will choice that we make. And he is not saying that you must do this all on your own with your own strength. No, not at all, because we've proven time and time and time again humanity throughout the centuries of its existence since the garden. We have said, God, let us do it our way. We're going to show you that humanity can be godly, that we can rule ourselves, that that we can have unending compassion and we only care about each other. Oops. Put on the brakes, we have shown everything but that there are there things in uh, are there people are there brothers and sisters throughout history who have been individuals who have shown uh compassion and grace uh through god's love? Yes, there have been, but humanity as a whole. That 1% who craves power, the group who wants to have sex, uh, uh, oh my gosh, it just breaks my heart to even mention it or think about it, but enslave humanity in every conceivable awful manner, whether it's for labor, whether it's for lust. But we continue, and those that remain in control continue to allow those things to continue because you must understand that there is not a law that can be passed, that can correct big, big <laughs> bigotry. There is not a law that can be passed, that can correct prejudice. There is not a law that can correct, that can be passed to remove these kind of deep, dark things. The only thing that can be done is surrender to the God of all creation and the plan that he has put in place for humanity. That is the salvation of humanity. God has allowed through his son, Jesus Christ, to provide a way for us to be reunited with our father through his death, through his sacrifice on behalf of his father's will. That is the one and only way not through any dead prophets that are still in the grave, not through any uh, book that was written that sounds like some good moral advice. No, through the living and breathing and sitting at the right hand of the Father, Jesus Christ is the salvation of mankind. And that we need to get deep into our hearts. And it is simple. And again, I repeat, it is the process for it to happen is simple because it is our choice. Reach out to your father now. Reach out with tears, upward raised hands, or bowed head, or flat on the floor. Uh, Any way that you can, what you need to do to reach out to your heavenly father, to ask him to come into your heart, to open up and surrender your will to God's. So that you may become a living sacrifice and that living waters, there's that other theme you've heard us talk about, that living waters may flow through you into others that God has directed you to. And so they, in turn, can have that intimate, God is seeking that intimate relationship with each and every one of his creation. Everyone has that opportunity. Everyone. Now you're going to say, oh, Dan, there's those that have died at birth and babies that have been born. God has all of that into his plan. Believe me. Remember, there's a talk in the Revelations and different places in the scriptures where it talks about the resurrection of the just and the unjust. No just person will be lost. None. No loving, truly loving person will be lost. All that will be done away with is that that is truly wicked, truly harmful to mankind. That's God's promise. That his kingdom will possess none of those things. That they will not be there. And I don't know why someone would want this kind of world that we live in where these things continue and continue and continue, where every day you have to worry if your child or your wife or your grown daughter is out and somehow they will not be harmed in some cruel and inhumane way and either broken morally or spiritually, broken mentally or broken physically. So my prayer is for God's will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. And I pray that is what your will is as well. And that's what you seek. So again, remember this as we as we kind of step back into our first segment, adjust a tad, that even the very smallest thing that we allow in our lives that is not under the control of the Holy Spirit uh, will create spiritual confusion and we can spend endless amounts of time on our own thinking about it but it will never become clear spiritual confusion remember this 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 is so important spiritual confusion can only be conquered through obedience and as soon as we obey here's a very important word for us to understand uh, being believers, as we walk in the faith, as soon as we obey and are walking in obedience, we have discernment. Very important thing that God gives to his people to discern. He gives us this element of discernment through the Holy Spirit on the path that we walk. Mm. And again, this can be humiliating because when we're confused, when we're honest, we have to understand that that confusion came from the state of our mind. But when our natural power of sight is devoted, when our natural power of sight is devoted and submitted in obedience to the Holy Spirit, becomes the very power by which we perceive God's will. You see where all this takes you. There is simplicity in it. It doesn't say that there's no work to it. We're not magically changed with a genie in the lamp and we rub it or we make three wishes and poof, we are instantly someone else. There is work to be done, but God takes over that work. It is not work that you and I can accomplish ourselves. Our job is to do the submitting. Our job is to say, Lord, take me over. I am yours. Again, when our natural power of sight is devoted and submitted in obedience to the Holy Spirit, it becomes the very power by which we perceive God's will. And at that point, our entire life is kept in simplicity. So beware of those who make the gospel complicated. Beware of those who make the gospel and go on endlessly about, well, you gotta have this and you gotta have that and you gotta have this and you gotta have that, you gotta have this. You must submit to God's will fully. Submit in obedience to the Holy Spirit. And that will become the road by which the very power that we will perceive God's will. And again, our very life, our very life will be kept in simplicity. You're listening to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back after these few short messages. Please stay tuned.
1: WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM, South Jersey's talk station. I'm Karen McHugh. The Democrats take a big hit in the Senate. Just as Democrats were celebrating getting a 51-seat majority in the Senate, comes this announcement that is sending shockwaves through the political world from Arizona Senator Kirsten Cinema, Registering as an independent and showing up to work with the title of independent is a reflection of who I've always been. Now, while Cinema was a key vote for Democrats, helping to pass gun control legislation, uh, the infrastructure bill, as well as the Inflation Reduction Act, Uh, She hasn't been on board with calls to abolish the filibuster, for example, and did play a major role in slowing down much of President Biden's Build Back Better agenda. Fox's Kevin Cork. In Germany, police say a hostage situation's underway at an outdoor Christmas market in the city of Dresden. There are reports of shots fired with at least one person killed. America is listening to Fox News. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey for the overnight, mainly clear and cold. Low temperature down to 25 degrees. Then for Saturday, those clouds will thicken up, especially along the shore. Look for a high of just 44 for the afternoon. Saturday night, cloudy, not nearly as cold with a low of 36 degrees. Heading into Sunday, mostly cloudy. Bit of rain at times into the afternoon. High temperature on Sunday, climbing up to 50 degrees for the afternoon. I'm AccuWeather's Matt Benz on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. WPG Talk Radio 95.5.
0: And welcome back to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Again, welcome back this fine Saturday morning. And as always, we thank you for tuning in and listening to our program. We thank you for the wonderful questions and comments and encouragements that you continually send to us. And so if you have a question about today's program or a program from the past or possibly something you'd like to hear talked about in the future, please contact me. It's Saturday Morning Dan Brown at yahoo.com. And if you would like a free Bible, no charge, no obligation. I commit to you that I wouldn't use the information that you sent to me, which is only necessary to send me your name and your address. I will mail you a free Bible. And again, my hope is that you would wear out the pages. You're listening to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And if I could just take a few minutes during this time of year um, many of you know that I'm the president and CEO of the Atlantic City Rescue Mission, which has been in existence for almost 60 years, taking care of the indigent and homeless single men and women and families in our community of southern New Jersey. And at this time of year, it is, it is really, we are pressed upon by the amount as the population increases within our shelter from those who seek Uh, Shelter from the Elements. We make hundreds and hundreds of meals a day and we serve thousands of people, men, women, and children a year. And I would ask you to please Uh, Search your heart. See what God moves you to do. And please, go to our our website at acrescuemission.org and click on the Donate Now button. And please, give whatever you can give to help us keep this great ministry. Every day, the gospel is shared with those in need. We would be remiss, and we would be doing uh, so wrong if... Every day, not only sharing the physical needs of food and shelter and clothing and counseling, but we also share the gospel of Jesus Christ to those that are in need. And so many men and women have families have taken on that gospel, and we don't press it upon. It's not, a, you know, you have to listen to a Bible study or you have to go to chapel service or you can't have a, a meal or you can't stay here. That's not the case at all. And, in fact, most of the time, even though we do share the gospel uh, through two chapel services a day and uh, and Bible studies, um it's it's not mandatory that you have to do that to receive services and it doesn't matter where you came from what ethnicity you are what religion you are what background what dress you are what hairstyle you have uh none of those things matter what matters is that you are a child of god in need and you come to the mission not only to receive the sustenance of food, and the protection of shelter in these hard times, and especially now as we go into the winter and these temperatures are so life-threatening, but you receive spiritual nutrition. And so much so that it is not only through the spoken word, but in hopes that you see through the deeds in which the staff, And the volunteers share grace and love and compassion with those who come through the front doors of the Atlantic City Rescue Mission. So please, I would ask you to please think about those who are in such need. When they walk through the rescue mission doors today, in their hearts, it is the worst day of their life. But in the reality of it all, it may turn out to be the best. Because they will have an opportunity to be not only physically renewed, but spiritually renewed as well, which can lead them to eternity through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So please consider giving a gift today to the Atlantic City Rescue Mission. Please Go on acrescuemission.org and click on the Donate Now button. And give however God creates your heart and moves your heart to give generously. God bless you all. And now back to our program, Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WBG Talk Radio 95.5. Welcome back today to our second program, uh, second segment of our program today, Arguments or Obedience. What a great program this and brings some clarity about how simple the gospel is and what God is requiring, what he is asking us to do on our part to be able to have that intimate relationship that God wants to have with us. We cannot just keep making and messing and messing and pushing God aside throughout our entire life and expect to be blessed. No, you can't be happy with uh, making the same mistakes over and over again and thinking that this time when I do it, it will be different. No, listen, don't you want love in your life? The God of all creation is waiting to have a loving relationship to sustain you eternally. Yes, to sustain you eternally. And so he's here everywhere around us with arms open to receive his children because that's how we're supposed to come to God, like little children in the sense that a child in the most proper uh, relationship with a father um, is trusting that this parent has the best in mind for their child. Only good, only love. And that is our father in the heavens above. That's what he wants for us. And so as we continue with our program today, you might think about, well, what is it that I need to renounce? You've heard that renounce uh, word before. It means to put aside, to get it out of your life and say, I'm not going to do these things any longer. And in 2 Corinthians, there's a a, a scripture in chapter 4, verse 2, where it says, You know, uh, to the Corinthians, he's saying, we have renounced the hidden things of shame. Well, if we're doing something that's associated with shame, secretly, we keep doing them and we are feeling a sense of shame. I know that you do not want to continue feeling a sense of shame and wrong in something that you're doing. And it's obvious that if you were feeling this sense of shame, that you've come to the conclusion that it is not within your ability to change that issue to change that problem, to change that thinking. And so we need to reach out to the Father in a conscious decision of submission for God's strength and power to be poured upon us, to be imbued within to us the Holy Spirit who will make that change from shame. And so... If you've renounced the hidden things of shame in your life, the things that your sense of honor or pride won't allow it to come into light if you've truly done that. And the question is, you know, you can easily hide them, right? Now, is there a thought in your heart about any one that you would not like to be brought into the light? You may think, well, oh, that's that's not a bad thought. that person's done me in, they've hurt me, they' this, but again that's that's something that you should be shameful about because we want the gospel to all. We don't want to judge anybody. Oh, Jesus goes so far as to say to love your enemies and do good to those that hate you. and so if there's a thought in your heart about anyone that you'd not like to be brought into light, then renounce it as soon as it comes into your mouth, into your mind. Before it even gets out of your mouth, as soon as it enters your thought process, get rid of it. Renounce it and ask God for the strength that that thought does not return into your mind. Renounce everything in its entirety until there is no hidden dishonesty or craftiness or secret thing about you at all that you don't want anyone else to see because God sees it. Envy and jealousy and strife don't necessarily arise from your old nature of sin, but from the flesh, which was used for these kinds of things in the past. And to do a little more research on that, see Romans chapter six, verse 19 and first Peter chapter four, one through three. Because when this happens, you must maintain a continual watchfulness so that nothing arises in your life that would cause you shame. And I'm just not saying in your walk of faith that you're not going to make a mistake, but as soon as that thought is there, as soon as it is encrafted within your thought process from the flesh, you need to pray for its removal. Think about the praise, not walking in craftiness. Right? think about that that's from second corinthians uh, chapter 4 verse 4 verse 2 this means not resorting to something simply to make your own point oh how often do we do that in arguments where we whip up this way where we can just shut down that person so harmfully and so so meanly we 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 got to be careful of that because my friends that is a terrible trap You know that God will allow you to work in only one way, the way of truth. The way of truth. Ponder that for a few minutes while we take a short break. And you're listening to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio. 95.5, and we'll be right back after this. Stay tuned.
1: When you need to know, it's WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and the WPG Talk Radio app. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM, South Jersey's talk station.
0: And welcome back to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio. Ninety-five point five. Again, thank you for joining us this morning on this fine Saturday morning. And please, if you would like a free Bible, please contact me. It's Saturday morning, Dan Brown at yahoo.com. That's Saturday morning, Dan Brown at yahoo.com. Send me your name and your address. I won't use it for anything other than to send you that Bible. Again, thank you for joining us this morning here on Saturday morning with Dan Brown. It's much, much appreciated, and uh, we're going to continue with our program, our final segment of today on arguments and obedience, and it's a a very important subject, subject to understand what God is seeking to do and in the simplicity of what God is seeking to do it in that it is not complex. If someone is making the gospel so complex that it is under, ununderstandable or unrecognizable, it is not the gospel. It's one of the reasons that in the Bible, God tells us to test all spirits to see if they are of God, because there are many players out there. There are many false prophets. There are many Christ that the Bible says will come in the last days saying, I am him and I am him and people that we know who who will portray themselves as brothers and sisters and doing this and that in the name of Christ. But Jesus also says there will be those who say, depart from me, you workers of iniquity, right? Because they'll say, haven't we done great works in your name? And his answer is, depart from me, you workers of iniquity. I never knew you. And even in Jesus's day, there were those who tried to attach themselves to Jesus for the notoriety or to the apostles. And when they saw the miracles of raising of the dead and the feeding of the five thousand, there were those who wanted to display those same attributes, but not out of love, or they would have seek Christ in the appropriate way. They would have seek God's will in the appropriate way. There was even those that offered to pay the apostles for the power that the Holy Spirit had bestowed upon them. And so wrong and wrong and wrong again. The way to God is simple. It's by love and obedience. And Jesus said it many, many times. And he connected these things to, two things together very closely, that one doesn't come without the other. If you love me, he said, you will obey me. He said that in that love, there is a yoke, but the yoke or the burden is light. There is a part that we accomplish that God gives us our free will to be able to say, yes, Lord, I accept, I accept your son as my savior. I accept the blood and all that was done on my behalf on the cross. And when we begin that path, then God begins a relationship as the words have to be followed by a submission and obedience. And the submitting, not the strength. You see, so often we just seek the strength right away. So often we seek the gifts right away. You are getting the most important gift right away which is the gift of salvation. But to move along that path and be perfected is by submission, by totally submitting and surrendering all who you are to God our Father so that his will may be accomplished within us. It is amazing, and I thank you, Lord, every day for allowing us the free will to make that decision. And so there are those, when you think about, oh, the Bible talks about those that will be lost and those that will continue to do wickedness. But you have to understand that that is a decision that is made by them. Free will. That is a decision. Then those that don't have the strength to make the change, but the heart desires to, that's something different. But those that pursue all wickedness continually because they revel in it, because they find sick joy, sick pleasure in it. It's not joy, but it's a pleasure seeking and which is never can be satisfied. So they continue to seek it and seek it and seek it until their soul grows dark. And any light that is there at the beginning is overshadowed by the darkness of their their decision. But we don't judge. We don't say there is no hope. Because as long as there is a breath in a man, there is hope that man can recant. That man can say, Oh father, I have sinned for so long without strength. And I just has come into my mind at this moment to say that I no longer want to live in shame and sin. And I acknowledge you, God, that I have no strength for the change. Lord, I submit myself and my will to you and God's promises. That he will provide that strength and that pass and that we can count on. Seek and ye shall find. Ask and the doors shall be open unto you. Remember not walking in craftiness. Again, it means simply not resorting to make something simple to make your own point. And this can be a terrible, terrible wormhole. This is a terrible trap that we put ourselves in because we know that God will only, God will only allow us to work one way, and that is the way of truth. So be careful never to catch people through the other way, which is the way of deceit. If you're acting deceitfully, God's blight and ruin will be upon you. What craftiness for you What you find may be craftiness, may not be for others. And God has called us all. All of us who are walking in faith has called us to a higher standard. Never dull your sense of being your utmost for his highest. Let me say that to you again. Never dull your sense of being your utmost for his highest. Your best is his glory. Think about that again. Your best is his glory. Because he seeks to dwell within us. And he seeks the end result is to bring us where he is. And all that he has to share with us. Those are the much higher thoughts. But let's begin in simplicity by making a conscious decision to put put aside what is wicked and evil and seek what is righteous and loving, compassionate, filled with grace, considering others better, better than ourselves. Let us serve others. And in that service, we will, ourselves will be found. Wow. For you, doing certain things would mean craftiness coming into your life for a purpose other than what is highest and best. And it would dull the motivation that God continually tries to bestow upon us. Many people have turned back because they're afraid to look at things from God's perspective. They let fear be the rule of their life so often. But I will tell you, as you seek God, as you seek to remove your shame and your worry and your sorrow, perfect love casts out all fear. Let the shame be the past. Let the wrong deeds be in the past. It doesn't matter where we have been. What matters is where we are going. Because Jesus Christ died once and for all for all mankind on that cross. And the ability for you to share in God's most loving, loving, tender embrace is at your word and your choice, your decision. And it is the simplest of decision. Reach out through your shame. Reach out through your worry. Reach out through your sorrow and seek the God of all creation. For God so loved the world. Think about that all the time as you feel broken. Because the, truly the world wants you to remain broken. Wants you remained enslaved to every kind of lechery and sin that there is. All that has been come, that has been good has been made now to be wrong. And all that is evil and wicked is now being portrayed as right. Seek the goodness of God's grace, for his bounty is plentiful. And the greatest spiritual crisis comes when a person has to move a little further on his faith. Than the beliefs he has already accepted. Reach out to your loving Savior. Oh God, my prayer is to fill the hearts of those today that are feeling doubt and shame that are feeling brokenness, that the world just hits them like a pile driver, driving them into the ground, making it seem as there is no possible way out. But I share with you the love of God can do what men cannot. God is the God of doing all things for those that love him. So, my friend, seek God's love. Today in prayer and deep earnest reach out to God reach out to your loving father and declare that you want to submit that you want the strength of God to shay to, to pull away take away the darkness the fright and the fear and bring you into his loving light My friends, I God bless you today. May he bless you throughout this wonderful time. And I pray that you seek his encouragement. You're listening to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. God bless you all.